0: 10 leading causes of death in humans and to avoid them number four nihilism now just ha- this just a quick recap this comes from the bleach anime during the espada saga and this aspect of death comes from espada number four ulkiora cypher so i kind of had a little fun with the with number five of uh, despair made it like a, ended up being like a mini mini podcast so i'm just gonna kind of flow with this and see <laughs> where it ends up nihilism doesn't nothing matters nothing matters now when I first watched Bleach, my favorite spider villain was number four, Ukiura, uh Cypher. Everything he said I resonated with. I didn't resonate with rage. I didn't resonate with uh with I mean maybe a hopeless hopelessness a little bit. Um I didn't resonate with well I resonated I resonated with all of I guess intoxication, rage. Maybe not the rage, maybe not like the violent ones. Um but overall, number f- uh, spot number four, excuse me, was was that go-to guy? He just was chill. He was violent. He was strong. He had this infinite levels of his negativity and his his uh, his pessimism, which is also this reality. His perspective of reality. Now, I've been wanting to rewatch Bleach just so I can rewatch this specific saga, just because it has a lot of depth to it in terms of self-analyzing and. World world perspective, how we understand ourselves, how we understand the communities we live in, um, life, mysticism, the metaphysical. And when I was looking at, I was just going through um, the the wiki page that I I go through real quick sometimes. I just thought about how connected I was to him. And I'm like, I've outgrown it. I've outgrown it. I've outgrown it. Because if I read, like, I like to rewatch animes. I like to reread books. I like to re-consume art. Because it gives me perspective on where I was when I originally watched it or read it, compared to where I am now, and if I still have the same emotions, still if I'm still thinking within the same scope, that means I haven't grown. So I was thinking about watching Bleach, and I was like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't resonate with him that much anymore. I get, I get it. I get nihilism. I get why nothing matters. But if, if I'm watching Bleach for what it is. If I'm watching the story for what it is, if I'm watching the art for inspiration, then I learned that the good, you know, we say good wins, good wins. And good is the hope. Good is moving forward. Good is protecting values, honoring yourself, you know, honoring, you know, like I said, the things you you care about. That's the message of of the story. The good, good guy was good. Always wins because there has to be hope. There has to be growth. There has to be potential there has to be a future to believe in or else the show is over. Because evil is about destruction. And moments like that are what allow me to appreciate growth and actually see the growth. See that, okay, I, I don't believe nothing matters anymore. Things matter. Things matter. So I was saying I, I understand why nihilism exists. And it's interesting, I feel like I Mandela affect myself. Because growing up, I used to always say nihilism. And then one day someone told me it was nihilism. And So I started saying that. And I've been saying that for like the past three years, I think. Maybe even more. And I also said it on um, one of the post-podcast clips that I did. And I was confused. I wanted to make sure I get it right. And I went to, to search it on Google. Did a pronunciation. And it is nihilism. So it's a w- weird Mandela effect on myself. Nihilism exists because... So we wake up into victimhood. The world feels terrible all the time because we're taking on too much of the world. We're taking on the world's problem. You know, you go to go through Twitter, you're reading world news, you're reading local news, you're reading national news, planet, planetary news. So it's too much. You can't take, you can't consume that much responsibility and and despair, right? You can't, you can't, you, can't cons- you shouldn't, you shouldn't be consuming that much. You're supposed to phase it in, you're supposed to phase it in. And that's you know I talk about starting the day with yourself, like setting the setting the condition to how I want other things to affect affect me, and how you want other things to affect you. Denialism makes sense. We're born into this. It's a lot. It's a lot to do. With. It's a lot to deal with all the time. We're taking on too much. Like that. that's the transition back. We're taking on too much. And I was thinking about the, the you know general definition of nihilism. That believing that nothing matters. There is no intrinsic good, intrinsic bad. There's different types of nihilism, um, like objective, uh, morally nihilist and all that. But there's no. I don't feel like there's a need to individualize them because they all end up being the sum, sum of it all. And the only thing that matters is how you practice accepting that none of this matters if you're a nihilist. Saying nothing matters, what I realized, saying nothing matters is essentially saying that I don't matter. And it becomes that because... Everything is its own individual existence and being, right? Every blade of grass is its own separate existing being. Every snowflake is different. There are no exact clones of anything. And that relates to you. You're the individual. So if all the individual existence of all these things in the world don't matter, then why would you the individual matter? You self-fulfill a prophecy nothing matters, therefore I don't matter, because you haven't started with yourself, like I always say, you haven't started with yourself, you haven't flipped the responsibility, you want everything to matter for you, right, you think you're you're owed that, I'm here, why this don't matter, why isn't this happening, victim, victim, right, but you haven't realized that, do no fault of your own, because it's, you know you're conditioned. You're conditioned. You haven't rather you haven't unconditioned just your, yourself. You haven't unconditioned yourself from seeing that you have to take the initial lead and fix what's relative to your world and your experience. Right? The general belief is right. You know you fix home. You fix home first. If home is good, then it's easier to outwardly be good elsewhere. The home, the foundation of where I live. Where I live by myself. Where I live with my wife. Where I live with my mother. Where I live with my kids. If home isn't good, everything external eventually fades out, right? Next, you know, I need, I need work to be good. I need a good paying job. I need my the community I live in to be good. I want my state to be good. I want my country to be good. It has to bloom. bloom it blooms, right? From the core, from the center. But well, you want to start with the, you want the flower to be perfect already. You want the flower to exist. It can't exist yet. It's not time to bloom because the inner workings, the base, the core hasn't done what it needs to. It hasn't evolved yet. And your responsibility is to be that initial step of growth because then you make yourself mad and therefore there's no, there's no reason to believe that nothing matters because you see that through your own work, through your own actions, you can create, you can give uh, value and meaning to everything and anything. That's what education is. That's what, that's what knowledge is, understanding information that exists throughout the world. And our responsibility is to pass it on, share it, and help evolve that knowledge and information. Because we have to believe in hope. We have to believe in tomorrow. We have to believe in the next generation. It's not about you. It's not about you. In the moment, within your, you know, to talk about the 15 minutes of fame. This is your lifetime of fame. This is the only time you're going to exist within this realm and get to shine and vibe out and be vibrant and lively. This, this is it. This is it. So take on your 15 minutes. Take on your lifetime of fame. Because you doing that gives hope to the next generation to do it. And we keep pushing it. We keep pushing it to the extreme till who knows what happens. Right? You need hope to be, to, un, to uncondition from being a nihilist. But you, if you aren't starting with yourself, it, at least for me, it doesn't click. I mean, there are people who can... Focus. I mean, even, I mean, even people who who whose life work is focusing on supporting and loving and care about other people, it fulfills them. So they're still starting with themselves. Like, there's no true altruism, right? If it doesn't serve you on some type of, if it doesn't, if it doesn't honor you and serve you in some type of form, it's it's, it's pointless. You should only, you should only be doing things. That you value. You should only be doing things that you care about. Only doing things that you have decided to compromise on. The more you say no to yourself, the more you feel weakened. The more you feel bad and beat down by the thousands upon thousands of people you're going to meet throughout your life. The easier it is to believe that nothing matters. But I matter. I'm trying to matter, right? I matter on on a physical level. I exist. I matter. I matter. I exist. I'm trying to matter on a mental level. That's the creativity. That's social media. That's the writing. I'm trying to stimulate people's mind frame to see that there's more than the physical. So that hopefully I my life's work and energy supports the metaphysical, the spiritual. Um spiritual matter. Which isn't matter. It's just energy. I want to be part of the bloom. I want to be part of it. You don't have to remember me. That's not the point. It's not about me. It's not about my ego. It's about the work that I did. The Pulse Podcast is brought to you by the Black Excellence Shop. Shop our Black Excellence Calendar and Journal Bundle. 366 days of creativity, motivation, and spirituality. And shop our Black Excellence Daily app for Android and iOS. BlackExcellenceDaily.com I'm an objectivist. I'm from the School of Ayn Rand. Atlas Shrugged did some work on me. But most importantly, most importantly, it, ta- it taught me that it was okay to be who I was. Because I, I have notoriously felt, notoriously just felt wholly other. Part of the blackness, part of Haitian-American, um, part of just family dynamics. I've always felt like other, other, other. And I have been, and I am. And that's okay. I have to learn to accept that. And that's what, that's what the book taught me. That's what objectivism taught me. I already had these beliefs and philosophies innately in me um partly just from growing up, my mother, this life experience like I said, and finding art that um fulfilled the passion allowed me to be inspired and start to start living like that was the first major breakthrough for me. Re- reading atlas Shrugged and saying it's it's I'm not wrong for like thinking. <laughs> Right? I'm not. There's nothing wrong with being different. It's cool. We all we all learn on, on our own time, and that's fine. But that's that's what offset it for me. And I've read um *Fountainhead*. I've read uh, some of the other like shorter works, but they don't have the the effect on me that Atlas Shrugged did. I read *Atlas Shrugged* first. That's her. That's her centerpiece. That's the chief chief cornerstone. I didn't need the the buildup. I needed the, I, like, I need the bloom. <laughs> I needed the bloom. I needed the hard-hitting work, the thousand-page piece of art. That's what I need to wake up sometimes. And that's what I, when I say I need that raw energy. I can't, low, low vibrational energy doesn't change me. I already I already lived through that. I, I, know, I know how to, co- I coexist with that. The high energy changes me. I need it to be above me so I can reach to obtain it. And that's what it's supposed to be. And that's, that, that, that was it. That was the onset. That was the onset. And it gave me hope. Just reading that piece all gave me hope. So overall, like I know what objectivism is. I understand who Ayn Rand is. But I don't cater to her philosophy. Her philosophy isn't my philosophy. I've individualized my philosophy because my life experience is not her life experience. That's the point of philosophy. That's the point of evolving the human experience. She hoped that her work would inspire people. She know she can't. You can't control how it inspires people, but the base root of the hope that you create inspires, and that's what's supposed to matter. So overall, the philosophy matters. Or overall, objectivism matters wholeheartedly, but I have to fine tune it through my life experiences. I have to fine tune it through the the modern era we're living in. Plato, or Aristotle, who cares? That shit whack. That's not that's not how we living right now. That's base thinking. It works on, yeah, it works on a, works on a base level, but we've evolved as a society. So our philosophies have to evolve, but we don't, we don't have philosophers anymore. Comedians are the philosophers. That's the only way we've conditioned ourselves into a society that can only take hard truths by way of laughter. Because the other, the other side of it hurts our egos. Do a narcissist, that's the, that's the culture. That's the culture. Do you, you, you have to find your, I was saying you got to find your discipline and that creates the foundation for the hope that you, that you, that you may want to have. Everyone doesn't want to have hope, right? Uli, 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 Kiora, he, he didn't want to have hope. He accepted, this is it. This is who I am. There's not, there's nothing more to life. That's why he's a villain. The villains, villains have a limited perspective. They don't see beyond. They don't see the potential. They say, they. Things are bad, let's end it. Things are bad, let's just destroy and take over humans. It's narcissism, right? Nihilism is narcissism. You're defining the entire experience from your own little world. You've been alive. I'm thir- I just turned 36. I've been alive for 36 years. Who the fuck do I am? Who, who the fuck do I think I am defining the whole experience? That's narcissism. Come on, come on. It, it's, it's there. It's there, man. It's there. It's there. You you find it. You find it. You find it. You work with people who find it. You you cater to what you feel you you innately love. You cater to things that interest you. You see if they work out. If you don't, if they don't, you move on to find something else. You keep trying. You keep, like, I'm my hobby who I keep trying until I find something that interests me. And I'm going to rock out with it for as long as I rock out with it. That's part of working. You got to work. And you find the discipline and you do your part. I was thinking of, like, you know, med- medieval, medieval times, right? The blacksmith has to be an expert blacksmith because he provides the swords. We don't have swords, we can't defend our kingdom. The farmer, yo, he plants, he plucks, he takes, he takes, he takes knowledge of the, sub, yo, I got caught up. He, yo, he Plays everything in the fact that our farmer's almanac, so you can prepare. That's giving hope for to the next generation, and he does it to the he or she does it to the best of their ability. Because if they don't have, we don't have fruit, we can't eat. Everyone's supposed to do their individual. Role. Everyone's supposed to do their one, two, three individual roles and do it to the best of their ability. But we see so many people not doing it. It becomes hard to want to have hope the you know the, the political figures you, you vote in aren't doing their job, why would you have hope? If they're supposed to represent us and they can't do that, what hope is there? Because we're not not starting with yourself. You're not starting with yourself, not understanding that your individual is part of the collective experience. And decisions and the these the decisions and choices you make on that individual level can can and will influence the collective. You just got to keep shining. You got to keep shining. You got to start your bloom. You haven't reached the end yet. Perfection is death. If you lived for yourself. And nihilism won't let you live for yourself. And maybe you don't want to. Like I said, even, they said there's no true altruism. So any type of work you do should be for other people. But it should also fulfill something inside of you. So counter to nihilism is hope, hope, hope. Again, hope, hope. But again, working, it's not just hope. It's just not hoping and get in there. You, you double dutch, you, you get in the zone, you do the work, you do the work. Um, yeah, three more to go. Until next time, peace.